At the culmination of one of the conferences I attended when I first started teaching, the speaker told all of us to write a word of encouragement to one other person in attendance. I was appalled when I read the note I got. Boldly written in the middle of that small piece of paper was the word, opinionated. Of course, that did not sit well with me. For me, it wasn't a word of encouragement, but an insult. I don't know if you can consider it a flaw or a good thing, but I used to overanalyze things. When I felt I had an epiphany, I became passionate to share it. At that time, I was also not comfortable with silence in a room full of people, so naturally, I would volunteer my thoughts. Unfortunately, that made me opinionated. It's now been more than two decades since this experience, and I realize, yes, indeed, it was easy to spot how opinionated I was. As I did a deep dive into my heart, I found that my wanting to voice out my opinions stemmed from the fact that I felt I knew a lot. Self-absorbed and far from being humble, I wanted my opinions heard and valued. In today's episode, my friend Lisa Marsh and I talk about digging deep to confront our idols. I hope you'll take a listen. Welcome to Digging Deep for Treasures podcast. This is your host, Cecile Valoria, a Christian author and a retired teacher. This podcast is to encourage women to grow in their faith and harness the power of the Holy Spirit as we unearth scriptural truths so that we can live a peace-filled life in this fear-prone world. Now sit back, relax, and let's dig deep for treasures from His Word. How are you? I'm doing very well, Cecile. How are you? I'm good now. I am so thankful to you for allowing me to be able to just chat with you today. And I am looking forward to our conversation. I know that you have so many things that you can share with myself and our audience that can inspire and encourage them. So let me go ahead and have you introduce yourself. And just tell us what you want us to know about you. Oh, what do I want you to know about me? Well, I am I'm a wife to one man and a mother to three children. Uh, I have two girls and one boy. My boy is in the middle. My oldest two are in college. My oldest daughter, you know, she took a semester break during COVID. So I'm not really sure what year she is in college right now. Um, but um, I, she's approaching her senior year if she's not already in it. Uh, I was just thinking about that the other day, and I thought, you know, I need to call her and find out, like, where exactly are you in this college gig? Uh-huh. My son is going into his sophomore year in college, and then our youngest, uh, our youngest daughter, she's going into her sophomore year in high school. So wow. uh, it's just a, it's a very interesting season of life as a parent. Uh, so. Yeah. That's one thing. And then I also, by profession, I am a social worker. I 
I'm currently uh, the Director of Field Education in the Social Work Division at Sac State University. Okay. And my husband is an elder in our church, so I'm an elder's okay. wife. So all of those leadership responsibilities come along with that. Um, okay. And I'm a daughter, I'm a cousin, I'm in you know, all things. So I think most importantly is just, you know, I'm just a girl who is spending this one pastor that I used to have. He said, you know, you want to make the second half of your life better than the first. Yeah. And, you know, we're only, we're only guaranteed 70 and 10, 70 and 10, or what I, you know, I'm misquoting the Bible, but, you know, <laughs> I just recently came to this realization that, you know, I really need to spend more time investing in my relationship with God. Yeah. And, and it's just become extremely, extremely evident to me and in literally like the last week. So I'm just a girl who's really trying to maintain and and receive and accept the acceptance that God has for me. Yes. Um, in the season of life. Wow. Yeah. So three children. You're almost an empty nester. Almost. <laughs> almost. Yeah. I had yeah. a pastor ask me the other day, um, he was like, so how are you feeling about, you know, your older two, you know, leaving the nest and, and, you know, is that, is that a weird thing? And I'm thinking, you know, for me, it really is not like, I'm excited yeah. about it. I yeah. thought for sure that I would be, you know, sad. And, and, and I feel like I said those things when my, when the older two were leaving, because that's just the thing you say yeah. when your children leave yeah. home, it's like, oh, my babies are leaving, but really I'm excited for them. This is a new chapter of life for them. We raised them, we gave them wings, and I'm excited yes. to see them fly. Like yes. leave the nest, go yes. fly, go, go. Everything that we've taught you about life, everything that we've taught you about God, everything that we've taught okay. you about his Holy Spirit and what he means to you and how much you mean to him, go experience that. Go with God and yes. go, you know, that would be con Dios, yes. you know, go out yes. and spread uh -huh. I'm excited. I'm excited about yeah. being a nester and seeing the new chapters. And you know, you bring back memories of my children also when they were in college, because I had the same excitement. I yeah. felt yeah. that it was a new chapter for them that had so many good things in yeah. front of them. And yeah. although it was, I kind of had tears in my eyes when we left them at the dorm, yeah. but my heart was in a good place yeah. because I had not the sadness, but more of the excitement for them. So tell us about your experiences with fear or anxieties or worries. Do you have those? Time. And sometimes I feel like, you know, I feel like, again, when I was talking earlier about wanting to really foster my relationship with God in a direction that shows that I really acknowledge his love and his care for me. Um, mm -hmm. But then yet, and still I fall into this conundrum of, you know, anxiety and fear because there's other things like th this new role as the, the director of field education with my role at Sac State. Mm -hmm. I just mm -hmm. came into that in February of this year. So it's very new. And yes. I came in, in the middle of an academic year. So it wasn't even at the beginning of an academic year. So every single day, there is something new in this role that I'm having to investigate and people are looking to me for answers. And I don't even 
I, I'm flying. I was telling them the other day, I'm flying the plane while I'm learning all the parts of the plane. Like the, all the gadgets are yeah. here and I don't know what they all do. And I'm actually in the air flying and trying to figure out what, how each of these gadgets work so that I can land the plane at some point without killing everybody. You know, yeah. it's interesting that you ask because in this last week, I have just been dealing with really the culmination of all of that with just this emotional question. Mm-hmm. You know, and emotional exhaustion is real. And for me, yeah. what that looks like is being angry and bitter mm-hmm. and easily annoyed all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. All yeah. the time throughout the day. And for me, when, when I am in that space in mm-hmm. my head, what I yeah. do is I retreat, I withdraw. Uh-huh. And then it's kind of like you withdraw into this corner, like a sad little puppy licking your wounds and woe is yeah. me. Yeah. Or I can withdraw to a place because I'm such an introvert that I don't know what's happening with me. I mean, I kind of have an idea, but I can't yeah. put words to it. So I have to withdraw from all of the distractions in my life mm-hmm. so that I can get to the core of what this is so that yeah. I can leave it at Jesus' feet. I feel like anger and bitterness, those are all symptoms of what's really going on. And I, if I don't pull away and really get time to myself um, to really, like we were talking about the other day, to dig deeper into those emotions um, and I can't, I'm not able to identify what it is. I can't leave it at Jesus' feet. I just walk around carrying it all day long with all the symptoms that come along with it. Yeah. Yeah. So now, did you get a chance to dig deeper? Did you get a chance to soul search? I did to some degree. Okay. And what I'm, what is, I won't say what I have discovered. What I'll say is what I am discovering um, uh-huh. along the way is that, you know, it's really issue of guarding my heart and me really trying to protect myself from whatever this core is. So I, I, let me, let me back up. So I've been listening to a podcast. I don't know if you're feeling mm-hmm. with Jackie Hill Perry, Jackie no, Hill Perry. No. She, oh my goodness. She has an amazing ministry online and okay. um, she's a, she's a part of like Lifeway ministry, Lifeway uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Bible study. She yeah. has a Bible study out on the book of Jude through Lifeway. Yeah. And she also has, she and her husband, Preston here, she's a poet and author and all of that. And she and her husband have a new podcast called 30 Minutes with the Perrys. And God is uh-huh. so- Oh, I've heard them. Yes. yes. Yeah. I haven't really listened, but I have seen them and I've seen their ads. Yeah. Um, you may have. A couple. Yeah. Yeah. They're connected with Crossway. They're connected with Lifeway. Um, so yeah. if you're- connected with all that you might see it and and here's the thing with God and his perfect timing because I I the other day I was out on a walk and I was just like okay let me just look up something that I can listen to on the walk and I came across their podcast and started Uh listening to one of the episodes and it was talking about dealing with anger and just some amazing nuggets were were brought out in their ministry that just spoke to what I am walking through right now in this particular season of life and one of the things that she had said that Jackie Hill Perry had said in there was that one of the ways to guard our hearts is to just really trace our feelings back to the source. Okay. Yeah. Cause if we go there, we can find what we want to leave at Jesus's feet. 
Yeah. And then she yeah. talked about, she talked about when we really get into our anger, like, cause again, anger is being a symptom of something, but when we, yeah. where your anger is, is where you'll be able to identify the idols in your life. And I thought that was so how, okay, what are some of the stuff, what's making me angry? What am I constantly annoyed about? Why, why am I, what am I bitter about? And it's like, okay, you know, around the house, the kids don't pick up after themselves or not even my husband in some situations and wanting and and being upset. Like, you know, you, you made a sandwich over here and you put everything away, but you didn't wipe up the crumbs, like constantly annoyed by what is that about? And now I'm realizing, and I'm search as I'm searching, I'm coming to know, like, what are the idols? What is it that they're doing? What is it getting in the way of for me? And I'm thinking like, I'm feeling inconvenienced in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm feeling um, in some ways disregarded, dismissed Mm -hmm. or disrespected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And then also in some ways feeling like I'm not able to control my environment. Like Mm -hmm. I'm out Mm -hmm. of control and that's feeling at at work too, in this new role, I'm feeling out of control. So now I'm, now I'm at the point where I'm really looking at like, now let's think about, is there some is there, which I'm pretty sure there is, what traumas, what unresolved traumas am I dealing with in my life mm-hmm. that are manifesting themselves in this way, yes. in this season of my life, that I have never given to Jesus, that I have yes. never revealed to him? Because she talked about, you know, um, Timothy Keller, um, uh-huh. he's a pastor, yes. Yes. and He's the one that was talking about when you, when you start to really look at your anger and start really digging yeah. in your anger, you'll start to realize mm-hmm. the idols that you have in your life. And he had a sermon once where he was talking about Jesus on the cross, him dying on the cross, that yeah. that was ransom. He paid a ransom for yeah. our bondage. So how mm-hmm. dare I still live in bondage yes. to the that Jesus died for? Yes, exactly. Like, who am I to hold on to these strongholds in my life? Who am I to be in these positions to think about being inconvenienced and getting to the way where that makes me angry? I mean, these are unrighteous. There's, there's a difference, you know, there's righteous anger and then there's unrighteous. What I'm dealing with, what I'm talking about, what's happening with me is unrighteous anger because it has to do with me. Like I'm mad and I'm angry about the way people are treating me and how people are disregarding me, people in my house, people in my job, people on the street, people who cut me off on the road. Like how, how, how highly do I see myself to where I can be with that when Jesus paid the price for me to live in freedom of that? Oh my gosh, that is so good, Lisa. And you know um, what that reminds me of? Um, every day I tr- I put on the armor of God. Yes. And and you know when we say um, put on your helmet of salvation, put on mm-hmm. the breastplate of righteousness, geared my loins with the belt of truth. And yes. when I pray about girding my loins with the belt of truth, I I thank him that he has delivered me and freed me because this is true. He has freed yeah, me yeah. from the bondage of jealousy and hatred and anger and all these different things. And before I finish praying about girding my loins with the belt of truth, I ask God to help me to keep myself free 
and not take back those bondages yeah. again because oftentimes that's what we do like mm -hmm. i was gonna ask you once you lay it in jesus feet do you leave it there or do you come back and take it back again i, I pick it up every time i yeah. pick it back <laughs> every single time and it's like it, it's it's this constant i don't know if you were ever in um as a young person used to play this game called in the river on the bank and you would yes. jump from side to side and it was kind of like one of these things you have this little rope and you're in the river or you're on the bank mm -hmm. and you hop back and forth and you know and it's kind of like a simon says thing and uh -huh. that's me with jesus like leave something at on um, you know at his feet and then i take it back i leave it at his feet and i take it back it's just constant back and forth and i am striving to one day get to the point where i leave it there and i walk away almost just like a you know, I, if you ever, there's an old movie, well, it's kind of old, uh, there's a movie called Waiting to Exhale, and this is oh, probably yeah. a really bad yeah. analogy, but when she uh -huh. burns all of her husband's stuff, like she puts everything in the car and burns it, and she just walks uh -huh. away and throws, that's what I'm waiting to do at the <laughs> altar, like I'm just going to leave all my stuff at Jesus' feet and walk away free and never take it back. And that's where I want to, that's where I want to be with him. And it's so amazing how you just used that, um, you, you referenced the scripture, I'm putting on the armor of God, because uh, um, what I have been holding on to in the last couple of days um, is, again, from this podcast, I don't want to take any credit for, well, it's the Bible. So um, Jackie Hill Perry was pointing out like uh -huh. some of the, the scriptures that, that help her and and, and she led me to the scripture of, you know, Colossians 3.12, when it talks about, you know, you can, I mean, I don't want to misquote scripture, but, you know, it talks about put on, um, put on then as I'm reading from the ESV, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, put on compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. And you're talking about putting on the armor of God and the fact that we are being called. I love the fact that we are being called to put something on because what that means, like Jackie Hill Perry pointed out, what that means is that God is telling us that we have the ability through Christ to yes. put these things on. Like we yes. have the choice. We have the free will to choose. Exactly. To choice to put on the armor. And yes. then we also have the ability that it's possible to put on kindness when I don't want to be kind. Yeah. You know, it's uh -huh. possible to forgive when I don't want to forgive. It's possible. Like, what does he say? It's possible to be compassionate. It's possible to be meek. It's po for me. This is a big one. It's possible <laughs> to be patient uh -huh. when I want to be patient. It's very possible for me to do that through Jesus me. Yes. And he's yes. giving us, God is not calling us to do anything that we are not able to do. Correct. If it's in his word and he's saying, put on, yes, uh, guard your hearts. If he's telling yes. us to um, hold your thoughts, that means because of the ability. He's not saying, ask me to hold your thoughts. He's not saying, ask me to put the armor. He's saying, do it. Because I've yes. given you my son and it's through that I've given to you that you have the ability to do it. Now just do it. Yes. When you were talking about burning and then throwing it away, um, <laughs> I, I remembered um, when I was going through anxiety and my fears, mm -hmm. 
And yeah. what I used to do early in the morning was to really make sure that I had something concrete for myself. Mm. So what I did was I wrote what I was fearful about. And then I went into the sink and I burnt that paper. <sighs> and I said, Lord, I'm giving this to you. So I can't, I'm burning this. So I can't take it back. Yeah. And that helped me so much because it kind of released me from what that thing was that was gripping me from in your head to paper to no more, you know? And it, it worked for you. It worked for me. Oh, it helped me. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah, it really did. So because like what I asked you about, do you take it back? And yeah. in my podcast, at the very beginning of the podcast, I was asking the Lord, what do you want me to share first? Because mm -hmm. I had I had interviewed a few guests, but I wasn't sure that I should start with a guest. So I said, what do you want me to share about? And he brought me to Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 to 30, which okay. talks about come to me, all you who are heavy laden, weary and heavy laden, and, and I, I will give you rest, take my yoke mm -hmm. upon you and learn from me. So I take his yoke, but then yeah. I give it back again. You know? I know. Like, I know. Seriously, why? Yeah. He's giving you rest. Give it yeah. to him. Yeah. And so those are the things that remind me of when you, you talk about burning things and, you know, leaving it there so you don't get it back. So do you have a favorite scripture verse that you go to whenever you are feeling, you know, anxious or, you know, weary or fearful? Yeah. You know, for me, it's, well, lately this week, I'll tell you, it's been, it's been Colossians 3.12, just really giving me that that assurance that I have there, you know, God's spirit within me is, you know, the strength that I need to put on these, you know, put on the armor, put on these behaviors, these character traits yes. that I can, you know, carry with me into eternity. Go to scripture all the time since college has always been Isaiah 41, 10, fear not for I am with you, be not dismayed for I am God, I will strengthen you, I will help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I always default to that because I, yeah. you know, when he says fear not, you know, in my mind, for whatever situation I'm in, whether it's whether I'm feeling anxious, or whether I'm angry, or whether I'm bitter, I think that all of that is rooted in some sort of a fear that yeah. I'm experiencing, maybe a fear of rejection, a fear of, you know, um, some sort of imposter syndrome that I might be going through or something. It's all rooted in fear. And so yeah. I'm always back to Isaiah 41.10, where the Lord basically is telling me, he's not asking me. He's telling yeah. me, don't yeah. be afraid. I'm with you. I'm here with you. And, and his word tells us that he's with us wherever, you know, in Joshua 1.9, you know, have I not commanded you to be strong, yeah. be courageous? You know, I'm your, I'm with you wherever you go. Like I'm yes. always here. So there's yes. nowhere I can go. There's no place I can hide. I can go in the corner and lick my wounds. He's there. I can stand yes. on the mountain and shout from the hills of, you know, he is my source of strength. He's there. Yes. If I'm, if I'm in some sort of an emotional turmoil in my marriage or with my family, with my children, he's there. I yes. don't have to be afraid. I don't have to be afraid. I love that. And that's why 
I also have held tightly to Psalm 121 because yeah. it says, the sun will not harm me by day nor the moon by night. And so when I hear that, it's just like what you said in Joshua. It's like, no matter whether it's night or day, there's no limit in the time that he is with us. And so yeah. I don't need to fear whether night or day because he never leaves us. He's yeah. there 24 hours and more. So that has really helped me, especially when I wake up early in the morning or dawn and I'm starting to feel like, I don't know if you've, you've experienced that, but there are mornings when I wake up and my heart is pounding. And so that just automatically, I pray Psalm 121 and insert whosoever name comes to mind, if it's my children or if it's my brother or my whoever, I claim that verse and that allows me to okay. go back to sleep because he gives me the peace knowing that I can trust that he is watching over all of us day and night that's one of my husband's yeah. favorite verses that 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 come yeah he does david is i don't know he has a lot of favorites in the bible but i, I think david is probably one of his all-time favorites <laughs> yeah and so that's from from david is one that he just really loves too and it, it yeah. is a source of strength it's interesting that you say that because i do i do um wake up in the mornings i have mornings where i wake up extremely anxious um, there's mornings that I wake up and I'm angry with my husband. I don't even know why. Like, oh my like, goodness. I wake up and I'm like, you know, it's like he, he, he did something. And I, and it's, you know, and I realize it's, it's me, it's me. Yeah. It's you mm -hmm. know, having this anxiety or this fear, or again, some unresolved, maybe past trauma or some unresolved expression that I'm struggling with. That I, have, yeah. that I have to really stop and really, so really dig deeper. I was grateful for the conversation you and I had last week when you were talking yeah. about digging deeper, because I think that's probably the struggle I've been having this week is because uh -huh. I have been deeper. And so <laughs> things are surfacing and it's almost like a cleanse, you know, it's almost like yes. this spiritual cleansing that is happening, but you kind of have to go through the ugly part yeah. to get to to get to the beauty, like my dad always refers to as that, you know, that refining process when gold is first found yeah. in the ground or wherever it is, it's ugly. It, it looks yeah. like a, you know, a jacked up rock. It's not until yes. it gets in uh -huh. the fire and it's burned and jewel becomes, and it becomes this beautiful jewel. Yeah. Um, and so I think I'm, I'm in space right now where I don't feel like I'm in despair because uh -huh. of because God is who he is but I am very uncomfortable yeah I'm very uncomfortable with learning this new digging deeper um, because I'm going into areas that either have been untouched altogether uh -huh. or have been set aside because it was just easier to be angry than it was to yeah. actually deal with emotions so yeah I've been there and it's not easy it's almost yeah. it's like an abrasive you know going through your heart and yeah, yes. one thing that I can think about is, you know, when you clean house, 
yeah. you know, because that's what I've been doing lately is really organizing. And, and it's crazy that before you organize, you have to bring chaos because mm. you take everything out of the closet and it's all piled up and stuff and it doesn't look good, but then you are able to sort through all these different things and you can yeah. now determine, do I need this? Do I not need this? Should I throw this away? Yeah. Should I give this away? And when you are done with the sorting, when you are done with putting away things that you don't really need, you find that you have an organized place yeah. and you find that you have peace. So I think oh, that, yeah. that's a, a picture of what you have been going through and I've gone through it too. And yeah. it's not fun, no. you know, because you are confronting yourself. And mm -hmm. I think it's hard to confront ourselves with what we see is ugly in us. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I love that analogy, maybe because God is a God of order. He's not a God of chaos. There's nothing yes. chaotic about following God. Uh -huh. um, and, and, you know, we ask the Lord to order our steps yes. you know, in him. And when we're living in chaos, our emotional chaos, physical chaos, that is not of God. And that's very evident yes. when you're living in it. And to be in the peace, like I say, I'm not in despair. Um, but, okay. but, you know, it is that, you know, emotional exhaustion is real and it's messy. Yeah. It's very messy. And, um, so there's that reality piece of it, but I love hearing that analogy of you. I feel like I'm in the space now where I'm pulling everything out of the, and now doing inventory of yes. which of, of, you know, righteous anger, we can hold on to the righteous anger, Yes. but the unrighteous anger, that's got to figure out woman from so that I can put that at Jesus feet, light a torch on it, walk away or let him burn. I don't even, he can do whatever yeah. he wants with it. I don't even have to deal with it. Just give it to him and, and move forward. I love that. I love that analogy. Oh, thank you. I love, I, think I love just when, talking to you. Um, oh. because what you're saying is true. And I think for all of us, we have to go through these steps. We have to dig deeper and really understand why we're acting that way. Because yeah. if we just put band-aids on the symptoms, they will right. never go away. They need yeah. to be dealt with. Mm -hmm. and, the, and the really good thing is that no matter what, whether we fail or we succeed, God always gives us grace. Yes. And he loves yes. us just the same. Yes. So yes. that really is such a comfort to me, especially mm -hmm. when after you dig deep and look at who you are and find mm -hmm. those ugly stuff that mm -hmm. you yourself don't want. And mm -hmm. that's why sometimes we, we bury it deep down. But then mm -hmm. I think because God wants us to god wants to perfect us yeah. he shows us all these different things and we need to confront them whether yes, we like yes. it or not I, is, that's the only way that we can love and serve as god as christ loved and served you know if we are constantly i'm learning this if i am constantly looking at um 
you know, again, like the only analogy I can think of right now is just, you know, in, in my family. Like if I'm constantly looking at the way my children treat me in response to all that I do as a mother, yeah. you know, I do yeah. everything, you know, I do all this stuff. You all can't pick up after yourselves, you know, uh-huh. that sort uh-huh. of a thing. If I'm constantly looking at, you know, my husband, if he's, you know, all of these things that I'm doing around here to manage our home and to manage our kids and as a working wife and mother, you uh-huh. could have fixed the light bulb when I ask you to do that, you know, or something. Yeah. And when we're not at peace with who we are in Christ, then we're not able to love our family and love others and serve others in the way that we should be serving them. And that's the piece that's I feel like that's that's where I'm trying to get to that's where I need to get to the Lord is telling me now it's you know even Christ said you know he didn't equate himself I'm gonna botch scripture right here in just a minute in his humanity he didn't (laughs) equal himself to God he knew in his in his humanity he was human and he served others through that to him you know, to run with us, to run, to run with men in the way that we are, you know, it yeah. takes supernatural heavenly strength to be mm-hmm. able to do that with compassion. We serve, giving our energy, our family, and we're, and we're giving energy to our idols in our life, you know, our anger, yes. our time. Yeah. Our, our intelligence, those are the things that we idolize in our life. When we're giving all of our, our energy to that, then we're not, we're closing ourselves from our family. We're closing ourselves yeah. from our loved ones and we're mm-hmm. not guarding our hearts. And so we're not loving our families in the way, we're not nurturing them in a way that helps them choose God in their life because we're nurturing yeah. from a state of me, 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 I, I, what can you do for me when that's not the space? When I'm looking at, being angry at my my family, my spouse, or or my coworkers, or my job, I'm looking at how that is serving me instead of how can I nurture these individuals so that they see me as someone who has spent time with God, and they mm-hmm. want a little bit of that too in their life. Yeah, yeah. Now I see the connection when you first said, "I'm trying to get closer to God in this season." And yes. the way that you're doing that is also opening yourself up to digging deep and really looking at, Lord, what do I need to give to you and yes. surrender to you? Because if it is still there, then there is still that gap that is between our relationships because I've been holding on to these idols in my life yeah. and in my heart. Yeah. So and what are idols? What are idols? Those are the things that we worship in place of God. Those yeah. are those are yeah. those are what we worship and give our time to that we're not giving to God. And so yeah. maybe I'm idolizing my husband, maybe I'm idolizing my children and I'm mm-hmm. idolizing the relationship that I want to have with them more than I'm idolizing the relationship that I need to have with God. Yeah. And yeah. if I have that relationship with God first, if I love God with all my heart, all my mind, all my soul and all my might, then my relationships with my family, my relationships at work will be a reflection of that relationship that I have with God. If my relationship with my family and people at work is a chaotic, bitter, annoyed relationship, that's a reflection of my relationship with God right now. 
That is very true. And it, it brings me to the, to the story where a Pharisee who asked Jesus, what are the two most important commandments? Mm-hmm. And what's the first one? Is to love it's, the Lord with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. Then to love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. So the the most important thing for us is really our vertical relationship with, yeah. with Jesus yeah. and with God. First. First. And so exactly what you're saying. Oh my goodness, Lisa, this is such a good conversation. So if someone wants to connect with you, do you have a website? Do you have a, an Instagram or anything, an email where they can connect with you? I'm so glad you said, because I want to do that. And I'm so horrible with following through with that. So right now, the only thing I have is Instagram. I don't, I have all of the, the stuff to set up a website. I just have not taken the time to do it. I pay the money every year to keep it going. (laughs) I haven't done it, but I am on Instagram. I am on Instagram. And that's probably the, the one place that you'll see me most too is I am. So Lisa Marsh, M A R S H. So I am Martian Mama on Instagram. That's M A R S H I A N M A M A. So I'm I am Martian Mama on Instagram. And all this will be in the show notes too, so that people who don't get the chance to write this down will still see it in the show notes, and they still can connect with you. So Lisa, is there anything that you want to leave with our audience, something that encourages them or inspires them from what we've talked about or from your thoughts? Um, Yeah, I think what I would just really, again, with what I'm going through, this season of life that I'm in with the Lord, I just really want to encourage anyone else out there who is struggling with some constant form of anger, whether it's constant bitterness, um, easily annoyed, easily frustrated. I know we as women tend to do that. If there's frustration in your marriage, if there's frustration in your relationships at church, one of the things that we as women will do is whatever area we're frustrated in, we'll give our energy to something else. And then we won't deal with what's what the root is of that, of that frustration. So I really want to encourage women to channel your energy and really like you were saying Cecile and I think it's the whole the impetus behind your podcast together Mm -hmm. is to dig deeper take on those challenges it's messy and I'm in the middle of a mess but I Mm -hmm. am not there every day I get goosebumps thinking about it right now every moment I feel even in just being in conversation with you Cecile this is just confirmation that God is with me, that he has no condemnation for me, that he has no, the only thing he has to offer me is grace and mercy. And he has that for every single one of us. And so I just want to encourage people to really spend some time getting to the core and the source of that anger, because once we get that stuff together on this side of eternity, that gives Mm -hmm. us an opportunity to build a character with Christ that is fit for the other side of eternity when he comes. And so really trust that process, really dig, find scripture, get in God's word, Yes. get in word, because we can't recall scripture if we don't have it in us read the Bible. There's so many, this is a day and age to be able to read the Bible. Back when I was in college, we only had 
you know, a Bible to read. And I was not interested in all yes. of these thousands and thizzers and withers and hithers and tithers yeah. in the <laughs> version. It was just all rocket science to me at that point mm-hmm. in my life. We now have so many different um, translations of the Bible. Yes. We have Bible apps that you can just listen to the Bible in your car, wherever mm-hmm. you are. Get his word in you. And as you're reading, look for God's mercy. Look for God's grace in those situations that are explained in the Bible. And that same mercy, that same grace is there for you from the same God who changes not. He is the same God yesterday, today, and he will be the same forevermore. And just like he didn't have condemnation for Job, he didn't have condemnation for Rahab. He didn't have condemnation for the woman who touched the hem of his garment. He does not have condemnation for us. He loves us and he's in it with us and he's in it to win us. Amen. So I really want to encourage all of that. I'm, and I'm saying that to encourage myself too. I'm not, no shame in that. I'm just being honest. I, I need yeah. to encourage myself today with that. Yes. Yes. And that has been an encouragement to me too. Oh, because God. I think every day we do need to, to have that encouragement to continue mm-hmm. on and to persevere because life is not easy. I mean, you know that we all go through suffering or we all go through challenges. Lisa and I were talking earlier how both of our weeks this past week has been really challenging to both of us. And so we have that. And that's the reason why I want to go ahead and continue this podcast so that I can continue to encourage women to know that there is always hope for them, that Mm -hmm. God is always faithful. And like what Lisa said, he never changes. He is the same God who loves us so much way before time, today and forever. And so, you know, we'd like to end this podcast with that. Just encouraging each one of us that there is always hope and there is always God there for us. Yes. Yes, for sure. Thank you so much, Lisa. I really appreciate you having you here. Thank you. One thing I wanted to interject and I'll give you the information. I'll send it to you. I'm going to be speaking at a women, a Christian women's retreat in two. It's over two weekends. It's, um, Uh it's up in the hills up near Grizzly Flats and Uh it's at a, at a site called Leone Meadows. And I'll be there the September 30 through the 2nd. And then that following weekend, which I think is October 7 through 9. I'll send you the information with the link that you can put in your show notes. Um, yes, just going to be talking about women in the Bible and how the, the theme is courageous faith. And yes. that's something that's, you know, I think in preparation for this event yes. um, that I'll be at the first time I've ever been the keynote speaker at a women's retreat or Christians uh-huh. women's retreat. And I really feel like the devil's just been really working on this. There's been a spiritual warfare in yes. my heart, in my mind as I'm preparing for this, but to God be the glory. The devil is not going to win. He's a liar. He's a, he's a cheater. He's there's nothing good about him, but God is good. God is here. God is amazing. And I feel like he's called me to this and I know and trust and believe that he will equip me. So any women that want to come and just be with us on that weekend to just hear about how God loves us women and how he calls us to be his daughters. um, That would be a great, I would love to see you there. So I'll give you some information on that. You can put in the show notes. 
Yes, please. Thank you. And there will there will be a link as to how to re register, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Thank you. I am looking forward to it. Um, I will be praying for you because I know I understand what it is when you go through spiritual battles and, yes. you know, but the thing that I always remind myself is if it is God's will, no one can thwart it. So that's right. That's right. It's done. Yeah. It's yeah. Done. <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> you are absolutely right. Uh, thank so you. For you that don't even have to worry about it. Right. Thank you for that encouragement. And I will be keeping you in prayer, you and your family, the things that we talked about before we came on. We'll yeah. definitely be keeping close to my heart with that. I know it's, I know, I know we all have challenges. We all have challenges on different levels coming from different angles and we need, we need to be lifting each other up. So trust and know that I will be keeping you in my prayers. Thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of Digging Deep for Treasures. If you enjoyed it, I'd love for you to subscribe so you don't miss any future ones. Of course, it would be amazing if you leave a rating and review. This will help more women find the podcast and grow in their faith and peace. If you're not sure how to leave a rating and review, click on the podcast app you are listening to and look for the ratings and review option. I'd also like to invite you to join my private Facebook group so we can get to know each other more. It's a great community where we can engage, learn, and grow together. Just hop on to at Digging Deeper Treasures, then enter your name and email and you'll receive an invite for the group. You can also connect with me on my website, CecileValoria.com, or on Instagram at, at ValoriaCecile. Thank you once again, and may you have a blessed week. See you next week.